What up, Misfits? Welcome to the Misfit Heroes Podcast. My name is Chris, and together we are going on a journey. Misfits, first and foremost, let me say that I am so appreciative of all the positive feedback I've received thus far in the comments, on social media, reviews on Apple Podcasts, and just positivity from people in generally related to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, please, please, please do me a favor. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on, be that Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, anywhere, whatever those things. Hit that subscribe button, you'll get a notification anytime we release something. Also, check out misfit-heroes.com for links to all our social media accounts for immediate up-to-date info. We put out some really cool stuff, so check us out. Okay, enough shameless self-promotion right there. Let me get to the real reason you're here, tonight's episode. Now, Misfits, I love speaking to young people because they are the future. And when I speak with someone that's young and determined to change their environment for the positive, I find it super inspiring and I get all amped up like Macho Man Randy Savage. Tonight's guest at just 21 years of age, has already started her own apparel company, Audacious You, which delivers products designed to encourage conversations about Christianity. On top of that, she has recently started a product line where 100% of the product proceeds helps fight human trafficking. Now, many of you know already that I am a huge supporter of that cause. It's very near and dear to my heart. I am very impressed with this young lady, and I see very bright things in her future. We speak about human trafficking, her being an expectant mother, and also how Christians need to have hard conversations. This is a good one, peeps. So, Misfits, please welcome Skylar Bryant. Playing the Misfit Heroes podcast. How do you do? I'm great. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Um, I'm so glad to have you. First and foremost, before I say anything, we were kind of talking about this a little bit briefly, but um, I just want to say that I'm so happy for you all. Um, You are are going to be a mother. Mm -hmm. And you said you're 19 weeks in. Yeah. Um, that's, that's so awesome. So I've done a lot of cool stuff in my life, (laughs) but none of them have ever even remotely reached to being a parent. Yeah. And I'm so excited for you. Like I, I, I have been where you're at right now, probably (laughs) mentally. And, uh, and I'm so, I'm so excited for it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's your, your life. Your life is about to change yeah, so much, and it's it's just it's great. I'm very I'm very excited for uh, for you and your husband. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about audacious you. So first, let's introduce you a little bit. So, young lady, lady, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it's impolite to ask to ask a woman how old she is, but it's relevant <laughs> to this conversation. Whatever. So, so, uh, so let's let's hear let's hear your story. How how old are you, and where are you from, and all that stuff? I am twenty one years old. Okay, I have lived here in the Outer Banks whole life, same okay. house. Wow, never moved. All right, I, I was looking at your website. You, you've got some you got some really interesting things going on, but your products are all designed to. Uh, inspire conversations with people and i love that i love that fact about it so tell tell everyone what what you guys offer and 
you know, what, what they can expect from the products that you guys offer. Is that, mm-hmm. um, so I'll let you talk about it, but mm-hmm. from what I saw, you offer all types of different apparel, smartphone cases, mm-hmm. um, yeah. all types of things. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me about that stuff. Tell me, tell me what you got going on. So I have, let's see, I started off with phone cases and stickers and notebooks, I believe were the first like three things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I originally was like putting all this together, I've actually wanted to do notebooks first Uh and Bibles. Those were like my first things that I was like, yes, I want to do those things that have like inspirational stuff on it and, you know, conversation starters. But, um, then I just got to thinking, I was like, people have phone cases more and people see phone cases usually more than they see other stuff. And then from there, I was like, well, people see shirts and wear shirts every day. I was like, they have sweatshirts and hats and it's getting cold. And why should it just be limited to like your phone cases? So now I've got like, I've got some tumblers and some coffee mugs and notebooks and journals and um, tough phone cases, clear phone cases, stickers, sweatshirts, tank tops, t-shirts, beanies and hats. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like literally it's like a retail store, but online and Christian. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, what's your, what's your heart behind it? Like I said, I, I noticed a lot of the stuff said that it was designed to inspire conversations. Mm-hmm. So what, how did, how did you get started with Audacious You? What made you want to do what you do? I wanted to like own my own business and have like be the boss of my own job and stuff. Everyone always says that, you know, I want to be my own boss. I get it. But I have always had the desire to like be able to have a product or something that people can relate back to Christ somehow. Like I've always wanted to be able to do that, but I've never been able to the business side of things or like how that would ever work literally ever. Right. Um, let alone like a business, like business name and a bunch of stuff. So anyway, um, I had just been keeping it in the back of my mind. Like if I could ever figure out how to do this, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. Um, but then this year, January 1st, um, me and my friend Ainsley, we went to, we started this like new tradition where the first of the year, you know, those little red mailboxes they have around here where yes. like you, they, you write kindness or whatever. Anyway, yeah. we decided we were going to go to one every first of the year like as a new year's tradition kind of thing sure. and so we went and we were just you know chilling down there and then literally the holy spirit just told me um this is the year to be audaciously you and i was like i have never heard the word audacious <laughs> I, like, I don't know what that means i literally was like i don't know what that means but i wrote it down and was like okay yeah. i really don't know what that means and then I got to thinking and I was like, and I read what it means and it really just means like to be bold, you know, and like unashamed. And I was like, that's cool. Now what? Like, <laughs> what does that mean for me? What, 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 is, what, is, what do I do now that I know that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just got to thinking about like human trafficking stuff and I was like, that'd be cool if that could be a part of a business somehow. And then I was like, why is there so many businesses out here that are Christian, but they don't actually have Christian stuff on their clothes or Mm -hmm. like on their products, but they say they're Christian, but do they actually stand for stuff Christians should stand for? And like, I don't know, I just could see a need for there to be like a Christ-centered business with actual Christ-centered products and not just something to draw people in, which is, yeah, that's great. 
you know, if it's a great product, but to me, I'm just like, if you take the Christ part out of it, like no one knows, yeah. <laughs> like it, the whole point of audacious you is I want people to learn to one, how to have conversations with people, because I think Christians are so nowadays, so scared to have conversations about literally anything. Yeah. that Christians should have conversations about. And we shouldn't be ashamed to talk about some stuff. And I mean, audacious means to, you know, be bold. Yeah. Um, that's and, actually, that's literally what I was thinking of mm-hmm. as you said that. I'm like, wow, this is, this young lady is bold. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I, which is crazy because I've usually been shy like my whole life. I right. have not ever been as outgoing as I am now. Yeah. Um, and I attribute that to obviously being saved and stuff yeah. <laughs> because that gets completely changed how I view things. But yeah, the whole point of it was just to create an actual Christ-centered business where products actually inspire you to have conversations with people and for someone to be like, what does that even mean? Yeah. You know? And like, what does your shirt say? Why did, what? Like, what does that mean? And then right. you could be like, oh, yeah, let me tell you, you know, and not be ashamed. Yeah. Like an open door type of thing, if that makes sense. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's great. You know, um, you know, that's bringing up Romans one sixteen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. I yeah. love it. And I'm not going to quote it. So go ahead and read it yourself. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's wonderful. You know, um, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with you that, that you have the audacity, <laughs> um, the audacity to, to do that. That's, that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, well, yeah. So you, you did mention um, there's a human trafficking side to this as well. Can uh-huh. you explain that evolution a little bit as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I think I just started like this year specifically. I just started doing more research, probably right around the Super Bowl time okay. of this year. I started researching more about human trafficking, and obviously, most people know that the Super Bowl was like a, a hub for. Um, human trafficking and stuff. And so I just was like, well, what does that even mean? Like, I didn't realize how big of an issue human trafficking was Mm -hmm. and let alone with the kids and everything. Like I had, I just had no idea. And I had, I mean, I had heard people talk about it and, you know, ministries obviously that deal with it, but never to the extent that it's in the forefront of my mind right? or, you know, something other than a bracelet. Yeah. You know, that's all, that's what I think of when I think about stuff like that. Um, not in a bad way, just, you know, that's just what happens. That's what I think of. And so then I started reading up some statistics and stuff like that and it broke my heart. Like it was just like, why is no one else talking about this? (laughs) Like, why is this not a bigger issue? And why is like, why do I feel like no one is doing anything, (laughs) you know, practically? And I know there's plenty of people helping, like not saying that, but I just wanted there to be something to like be a constant help, I guess. Yeah. Um, and something people can look at and be like, oh, this was to help this organization fight human trafficking. So um, I created a whole collection on my site that has like phone cases, notebooks, you know, a couple of products that have s- designs that if you buy that product, all of that profit goes specifically to the organization Our Rescue, okay. which they help fight human trafficking. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really amazing. Um, I, I I pulled up a, a few of the signs because not a lot of people do understand about human trafficking and sex trafficking in particular, but a lot of people don't realize that it's actually modern day slavery. Yeah, and they, you know, we tend to think of it in in 
terms of America, but mm-hmm. it's a worldwide, you know, yeah. you hear about COVID-19 every 10 seconds. You I don't know. hear about the pandemic of human, yeah. of sending humans around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's such, it's such a massive thing. And I actually, I, I pulled up, um, I pulled up while we were, while we were sitting here chatting, some, um, an organization that I follow that deals with human trafficking. And they had the other day, they posted mm-hmm. some, um, some signs of, of what human trafficking um, looks like mm-hmm. and things things to look out for and things like that. And also some statistics. And you mentioned the Super Bowl. The Super mm-hmm. Bowl is one of the biggest and largest human trafficking events every single year. Yeah. And you, you never even hear about it. It's it's mm-hmm. it's really kind of staggering how mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah, um, every another, year. <laughs> yeah, every single year. Another one um, that's massive, and I'm a huge fan of... Um, soccer mm-hmm. um is the world cup that's like yeah the it, and and it's it you can literally track it you know 2006 was germany and uh and then they mm-hmm. had then they had south africa and brazil and russia and it was you can literally track just sectors of people going around the world mm-hmm. to all these different locales yeah it's it's really it's really pretty intense to uh, to see that um so it's it's really i'm 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 humbled that you that you um that you are doing something about it and you took you took it Mm -hmm. upon yourself i mean and for you to be so young i'm sorry (laughs) no no, you're fine i I am young yeah i mean it's like it's like you know i'm 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 37 but Mm -hmm. anybody younger than me you could be 36 i'd be like yeah that kid yeah you know know. (laughs) yeah i get it but yeah it it's it's really impressive that your heart behind what you're doing Uh and and also you know the fact that you just took the initiative to go ahead and just do something yourself i mean Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I wanted to actually just read off some of these some of these uh, these signs of human trafficking, because a lot of people think that it's like kidnapping. Mm-hmm. You know, they think yeah. they think that somebody's driving around, you know, in a truck and then they like <laughs> yank candy? somebody. Yeah. yeah like, yank somebody into a car. But that's yeah. not how it is at all. I mean, yeah. it has it has more to do with um, with like. You know, let's say you're a parent and you start hearing your kids say, oh, I met somebody new at school today and they bought me a brand new iPhone. Like, yeah. Um, oh, they they bought me a new Louis Vuitton purse. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're 13 yeah. years old. Why mm-hmm. do you have why are they yeah. doing that? You What's know? going on? Yeah. And I try not to uh, I try not to focus on the sex trafficking side of it, but that is a side mm-hmm. of it. That's yeah. one of the main reasons that mm-hmm. that people do that. They also get trafficked for work and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, again, unexplainable appearance of uh, of expensive gifts, things like that. Um, presence of an older boy or girlfriend, or in the con- the company of a controlling third party. Bruising injuries, uh, but especially not visible on the face. Tattoos, branding, someone lying about their age, giving a false ID. Inconsistent stories, well-rehearsed stories, lack of knowledge about a given community or where they've been. Yeah, I mean, if you see your child or someone in your family or someone you know exhibiting things like this, I mean, that could be um, something to look out for. But yeah, going back to uh, going back to audacious use. So you've got the um, you've got the human trafficking side of it. Now, um, how did you get involved with the um, with the organization that? You got involved with for our that, rescue. For that. Yeah, our rescue. Mm-hmm. How did you get involved with them? So our rescue stands for um, Operation Underground Railroad, and so I, 
I'm trying to think of how I found them. They have a documentary. They have multiple documentaries, actually, on Amazon Prime, I think is okay. what they're on. But anyway, so I, once I started researching some of these statistics and stuff, I, I found them because I was like, okay, well, what organizations do I feel like led to kind yeah. of thing? Like, which ones... Which ones do I like the best, I guess, Yeah. Um, and what they're doing? Because, I mean, there's a ton out there, but I just kind of was like, all right, what one's, like, on the ground doing something? Like, which one is the most successful, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> Not that all of them are, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. So, um, pretty much I was just researching, and I came across them and their story, and I just – it blew me away. And so this guy, he – the owner or the founder – I guess, uh-huh. of Operation, Operation Underground Railroad. He actually used to work with the government and he would, you know, help fight sex trafficking and, and bust sex trafficking rings and stuff, but only within the government limits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they sometimes would come across families and, like, kids that they couldn't help because of the limits the government had placed on them, like it being outside of our jurisdiction or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I like we still have to help them, you know. And so, long story short, he started his own thing where he works with governments of other, okay. other countries and stuff, mm-hmm. to so that he can do whatever, whenever, you know. Like if you see kids, you can help them right then. Like you don't have to wait for approval, or or whatever. So um, when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. that's great. Like yeah. <laughs> and like they're actually on the ground and they are. I mean, you can go to their website, um, ourrescue.org. They they show all their um, like statistics of how many how many kids they're saving this often, how many they've saved this year, how many rings they've busted. But I think the cool thing about them is they also do like um, rehabilitation, like where they actually help the victims afterwards, and they have a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of teams and stuff that are dedicated just towards helping them get back on track, like where they were supposed to be going in the first place before all of this happened to them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was even better. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wow, like a lot of people do get saved, but what next? Right. You know, like what happens now? So I thought that was awesome that they have kind of a step for each each part of the rescue process. It's not just like a, you're saved, that's yeah. it. So anyway, that was the company that I felt completely led to because I've, you know, I knew about them a little bit and they are completely open about, you know, how they're doing, what's going on. And yeah. So, well, so I actually, um, I, I did want, I did want to discuss that with you as well. It's interesting that you brought that up because, so I've got a little bit of history in that, uh, in that area as mm-hmm. well. I worked in the IT field and, um, and in the past, we, we actually dealt with an organization. The company that I worked with um, dealt with an organization that did something very similar to that. And a lot of people also, they think you're... When you brought up that it doesn't stop right then and there, mm-hmm. um, that's that's something that, that I'm sort of passionate about as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we worked with an organization called Safe Harbor. Mm-hmm. And what they did um, is exactly that. They didn't, they didn't focus on helping you know, stop, stop the crime or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But what happens with these children, particularly with children, when it's like a family situation or things like that, Mm -hmm. is that the, 
the police come, they stop all the activity from happening. They arrest whoever they need to arrest. But then the child's just sort of left there. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, well, do you have it? Some children don't have any other family to go to. Yeah. Some children are foster children. Mm-hmm. Some people. And what they do is they step in and, and bring a rehabilitative side to that and sort of give them a new lease on life, mm-hmm. you know, bring them in um, yeah. as, as an organization like that. Which is so awesome. yeah, that, that organization sounds, sounds great. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but it mm-hmm. does, it does sound like um, super, super beneficial as well. But mm-hmm. even I think people, e- even if people have heard about human trafficking, they, they don't see that other side of it too. They just hear yeah. about, Oh, well it's this thing. Have you ever dealt with, um, dealt with someone that works in that field directly or anything like that? Um, um, no, I think the closest I've even gotten is, um, my aunt went on a mission trip one time, um, some, oh, I cannot remember where it is, but somewhere in India, yeah. um, she went there and for a while, I think, and they were working to help save some women who were in the labor, uh, part of trafficking. Okay. Um, anyway, so it was like a whole ministry that went, but that is literally like the closest thing. Yeah, I have been to that's even like remotely helping, yeah. I guess, or people who do walks and you know stuff like that. Yeah, but that's about it. Well, you're—I mean, you're doing—you're doing—you're doing big things with what you're doing. First and foremost, I want to commend you on just like I said, just just having the for the forethought to do what you're doing. Yeah, um, a lot of people are just satisfied with day to day and. Yes, you're you're starting a business, but the fact that you you have a cause behind your business, yeah, um, I'm super impressed. You know, that's um, the I, I am pre millennial. Mm-hmm. You're are you post millennial? I'm yeah, I'm Gen Z. Oh, technically, O-M-G. I know. My husband is right at the cutoff, and yeah. he's three years older than me. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be part of you, but right? <laughs> whatever, it's fine. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I see so many I see so many young people just. They're, they're trying they're trying to make a difference in the world mm-hmm. in any way that they can and yeah. I just I think it's I think it's beautiful what you're doing and I really I'm, ex- I'm very excited for for the future for you with that so Thanks. so what is what is the uh, what is the future of audacious you what are you guys trying to do next so right now just I'm just focusing on growing and reaching a broader audience I guess sure and I mean, that's about it. And my, I mean, my absolute goal is just to be able to, like I said, for Christ-centered conversations to start to happen. Like, I've actually had a couple people message me uh-huh. about some stuff that a conversation that's been started or them being able to explain what this design meant or whatever. And that's been really awesome to hear. So I guess the future, the goal is just to keep hearing more of those, but constantly, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I just think that's what it's all about. Like, that's so awesome to me to that. That's what I, that's the goal is for it to spark Christ centered conversations. Well, that's great. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I mean the, the feedback, you know, and, um, and you know what, you haven't mentioned money one time. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. So do you have, um, do you have any examples? Well, first off, so what is, what is your website? It's audaciousuellc.com. Okay. And are you on Instagram, Facebook, yes. all that um, stuff? What are your yeah. what are your names? Uh, so Instagram audacious underscore you. Uh, Facebook just audacious you LLC, and then um, just got a Pinterest. Oh. That's just audacious you LLC as well. 
So the only one that's different is Instagram, and I might change it just because so they all be uniform and match, but right. whatever. We'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so how's how's your response been? You said you've got some you said you got some feedback uh, mm-hmm. some feedback. Can mm-hmm. you um can you can you give us any examples? Like don't not names. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. But but yeah. So um one of them has been uh, a phone case. Okay. So it was part of the human trafficking collection actually. So all of the the products are designs that I've spent time designing. Um, it's not just something I find on the internet or find on Pinterest and slap it on a t-shirt or something because right. honestly, that is my biggest pet peeve ever is stealing someone's stuff and then slapping it on a t-shirt. Like, yeah. oh, I can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I can't, especially because I like am designing my own stuff. I know how irritating that would be right. to someone else to see their stuff on someone's t-shirt that's not theirs. Yeah. Anyway, so I designed my stuff. And so the human trafficking side... Well, not just with that side, but I try to have a purpose behind every design and kind of think about where I'm going while I'm designing it. And so, but obviously I don't want to limit it, limit that design to just what I think it is, Um, which is kind of funny because this person, so she bought a phone case and (laughs) I I don't tell people the meaning um, because I think it's cool you find out on your, like, what do you think it means? What do you see, you know? Um, And she... (laughs) It's uh, the design name is called Brighter um, in the human trafficking collection. And she someone asked her what, you know, what was on her phone case or like, I like your phone case. What like, where'd you get it? What's what is what is that design? You know, because it's kind of abstract. Um, And she (laughs) explained it as like, (laughs) um, I can't remember exactly how she did it, but something about the. death burial and resurrection somehow uh-huh. <laughs> and um and and i could see how she could see that um and so she said it just sparked the conversation for them to be like you know that like you know jesus died for us that's awesome you know um why he died for us and all from a phone case yeah all from a phone case and i so i thought that was so cute and funny and i just loved it so wow yeah I, i'm very i'm very impressed with uh with like I said, the heart, the heart behind what, what you're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's not even, it's not even really about the products themselves. Do you have one on your, mm-hmm. on your phone? Now? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, let me grab it. Sorry. Oh, you're good. This it's, this was like one of the very first ones I did. Oh, wow. So I need to get a new one. Um, but I've had it for like a hot minute right? before I even, you know, launched audacious you. Yeah. But, um, it, it holds says, up. If, <laughs> I can if, tell you, they're actually tough because I drop my phone a lot. Right. Like a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's fine to me. So, so you, people can't see this right mm-hmm. this second, but it says daughter of the king on it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. I, I will, uh, I will say that I am pretty hard on the phones <laughs> and it is, it is pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah. I toss it around. Yeah. Way more than I should. Yeah. But, no, it is what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> The human trafficking side of everything like that. So you said a hundred percent of the profits go of direct. the yeah of the human trafficking collection that I have on there. I think it's called um, end human trafficking, and anything from that collection that's bought just goes straight to the organization. Wow! So I don't even look at it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, aside from buying your products as well, I mean, how can people get involved with uh, with what what you're trying to do? I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say um, I'm actually working on a blog now mm-hmm. that is going to be more about, 
you know, statistics and how important it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, on there, I, I'll probably have some resources and stuff of what steps you should take. But um, I think, number one, I mean, just for me specifically, you could buy a product from there, that, you know, donating. But, like, it doesn't have to just be about that. You could just research the organization yeah. or go find statistics for yourself and, like, let it be in the forefront of your mind. Because, like, I don't know a single human being unless, obviously, you're involved in this, which is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know a single like normal human being who would see statistics like this and be like, Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't think a, a normal human being would be like, Oh, it's not that big of an issue. Right. You know, like there's more people enslaved today than there ever has been. Like right. slavery's not over people. <laughs> yeah. And I would just say, get educated, like find this stuff out because I think that's the biggest problem with like a bunch of issues we have nowadays is no one knows anything yeah. at all. Um, and I just think if you would go research, go look at the organizations, go find out what people are doing. You can also get trained to recognize signs of sex trafficking and human trafficking, you know, so you would know for yourself if you're ever traveling. Like, imagine if we were all equipped to see signs and then how many people would probably get saved if we knew what it was that we were seeing. Yeah. I just think a lot of people, they, we don't know. We're oblivious yeah. to a lot. Well, yeah. it amazes me. Um, it's it's not something that's talked about very often. Yeah. And in 2020, you're starting to see. I mean, it's it's like you have to look for. It. Yeah. You have to look for it. it that mm-hmm. that news isn't coming to you. We're hearing so mm-hmm. much about oh, uh, coronavirus. Oh, um, pandemic. Yeah. Oh, protests. Mm-hmm. Oh, election. Yeah. But there there's been a number of news stories. I want to say that there was like a hundred a hundred person um, sex trafficking ring. That was that was brought mm-hmm. down. Um, yeah, there was just one in Ohio. Yeah, um, that yeah. I saw too. Yeah. There was, I mean, the first, you know, the the first one that I actually saw in a news story was like a 39, 39 person ring or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's it's just you know why it's not reported on is mm-hmm. really is really yeah. it's frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> it really it really is. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's definitely something that affects a very large number of people a much larger number of people than um than is actually being talked about i mean Mm -hmm. so it really kind of makes me feel the way that the media works um in 2020 it makes me feel like if there are if we're hearing stories about 100 100 children saved there's got to be a thousand more that we're not hearing about Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's, it's very deep seated. It's, it's really, it's really quite, um, quite eye opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I least. agree. So, so, well, again, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really impressed with, uh, with what you're trying to do. Tell me some more about how you, how you got inspired. So you said, you said that you were, you, you, did it just, did was it just something that you've been passionate about for a long time, or is this something that just popped up? I mean, tell me, tell me, tell me a little bit more about the uh, the beginning of that. So, um, like I said, I've been wanting to do something like this for a while. I just haven't come to terms with how to do it yeah. <laughs> because starting a business is kind of hard, yeah, <laughs> especially sure. by yourself. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little difficult. But like I said, the desire for something like this has always been in my heart. And, you know, personally, I believe 
you have desires for a reason. That doesn't mean sh- you should follow every single one of them. And, right. But I do think if you've had something on your heart for a long time that, you know, God put it there for a reason mm-hmm. and, you know, your gifts are there for a reason, that kind of thing. Like there's a reason you've wanted to do this. And so then when I just got the audaciously, audaciously me thing or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, that would be a sick business name, you know, like that, I mean, that's, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. You know, that would be really cool. And then, um, another thing uh, I had been recently, like the past couple, well, I would say last year and this year specifically, I've been getting really into apologetics. Explain that a little bit. Apologetics. So it's pretty much just, uh, it's like a, the branch of theology that is defending the Christian faith. Okay. So it's about, tactics and um knowing answers to the bible that people wouldn't normally know um and how to answer specific things like just an example um if god created everything evil then why is there still evil in the world and how to explain that to an atheist yeah (laughs) you know um why should i read my bible you know like just small things and Questions you might have never heard about in church, but you've always thought them yeah. type of thing. I hear that one a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. I've been getting really into apologetics and answering for myself because, I, you know, I have questions and I think everybody's got doubts and questions. They deserve to have answers. Yeah. And I don't think Jesus is afraid <laughs> of us trying to seek truth at all. Yeah. But I think a lot of Christians sometimes are discouraged from asking questions right. and from having conversations about stuff that needs to be talked about. Like yeah. literally just like um, same sex marriage or yeah. like abortion, like yeah. things that need to be talked about and they might be hard, but like the Bible actually has answers for them and yeah. the Bible actually says something you know, and I, so I just was getting into apologetics to how do you answer these questions lovingly? And, and yeah. you know, how do you put grace and truth together? And then, so I wanted to combine that kind of with my products. And so that's when the whole like Christ-centered products to create Christ-centered conversations type of thing. And, yeah. you know, moving on to more like eye-catching things. So people will be like, what does that even mean? And right. for a, you know, to bring in a conversation that Christians normally might not have, you know, that can lead someone to Christ. And, you know, I mean, apologetics, you see it all throughout the Bible. Like it is crazy. Now that I've been into it for like a year or so, Mm -hmm. like it's just every morning I read the Bible, you, you see it. Like I see it all throughout. It's all about, you know, answering questions, asking questions and being able to defend the faith. And, you know, I just think it's awesome. There's actual answers, you know, yeah. I think being able to have those conversations is so important to keeping not only getting people to Christ, but keeping them in the Christian community and keeping them, you know, in the kingdom of God. Right. Because, you know, yeah. it, could, it could go bad. So. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so. well, well, actually, I mean, let's let's expand on that a little bit. So in promoting this podcast, let me let me be the first to explain to you that. I am horrible when it comes to social media, <laughs> just so you know, really bad. And, um, and I try, I try and promote. And one of the things that, um, that got brought up when I was, when I started getting a few followers and things like that on social media, um, one of the people asked me a question about what the podcast was about. And I told them, you know, it's about people helping people. Um, you know, we are, we are, 
we are Christ focused, but we're not. I don't. I don't overwhelm people with it. Yeah. Because I want. I want. I mean, yeah, I would love to have a conversation with somebody like yeah. that. But I want. I want to get them to that level. Mm-hmm. So it's very. Yeah. It's very. It's very interesting. Yeah. This. This. Uh, this back and forth that we're having about mm-hmm. about the products that you offer, like actually doing that. I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to end up buying one of your cases. I know it. I know it. I mean, look at mine. Mine's all, mine's all raggedy. Yeah. But, um, but anywho, um, yeah, one of, one of the conversations that was brought up by one of these people that was following me was they, all they did, I didn't have any Bible verses. I didn't have any mention of Christianity. I didn't have any mention of any of that. Um, but all, all it took was seeing the word ministry and, somebody was instantly turned off. Mm-hmm. This this girl was instantly yeah. turned off and she's like she's like, "Hey, I'm glad you got a podcast, but but I'm not going to listen to it." And I'm like and I'm like, well, "Why is that?" And she goes, "Oh, well, because I'm an atheist." And I'm like, "Well, what does that have to do with anything?" <laughs> yeah. You know, what is what is that? Yeah. What why 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 does that even matter? Mm-hmm. And she I mean, her identity was so wrapped up in that yeah. that she was so cut off mm-hmm. and we didn't really have an in-depth conversation about it, but I asked, I was like, why essentially I was kind of getting to, why do you need this? Mm-hmm. Like why? Um, and I've had that conversation with a number of people in my life that, that call themselves atheists. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you're atheist or not. I don't care what you believe. Like yeah. I, I want, I want the best for people, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like, you do you boo boo. Like yeah. it's, it's fine. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah, don't worry. Right? And, um, but you know, it was so it was so wrapped up in her identity to say that and i'm like what makes you think like that mm-hmm. and i've asked a number of people in this same situation and 9 times out of 10 it comes up to i had an experience at a church that someone rubbed me the wrong way mm-hmm. and yep. the thing the thing that i want to just say next to that person is was it God? Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like as Christians, it's, it's amazing to me how quickly we get the imagery or posturing of people that point the finger or judge not lest you be judged. Mm-hmm. So speaking to the apologetics that you've been talking about, <laughs> um, can you give me, can you give me a little bit of, um, your experience with that what are your what are your thoughts on that so if other people are are seeing christians as as that viewpoint mm-hmm. you know what 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 do you see what do you see as um as the answer to that i mean mm-hmm. my opinion is that god is love mm-hmm. that is it agape love is the most important thing to me mm-hmm. in the bible yeah and it it focuses on everything it focuses mm-hmm. on forgiveness it focuses on how it's, I just feel it's how people should be ha- handled mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Doesn't matter who of it course, is yeah. left or right. So what are your, what are your thoughts on that for someone that's, for someone that's, that's coming to, to this podcast right now. I, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say it. I just want to say, it. I want to make it personal mm-hmm. for someone that's coming. What do you say to that girl? That's, that's looking at my podcast and saying, you know what? I'm not even remotely interested in listening to that just because mm-hmm. you've got the word ministry on your website. Yeah. And go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think a lot of people have problems with Christians because of how Christians respond. And I think the problem with how Christians respond is they don't know the answer. And the typical response, the typical human nature response when you don't know the answer to something, you either shut down 
or you get angry. Yeah. One or the other. So a lot of atheists and, you know, all the other religions, they're having problems talking to some Christians because Christians don't know the answers to what they're trying to get people to go to, if that makes sense. So sure. like if you want people to know Jesus and you want people to read their Bible, you need to know, number one, I actually just wrote a blog about this like a couple weeks ago about why people should read their Bible. Anyway, in there, it talks about if people are being made to feel good about themselves or um, this is like scientifically proven, by the way, this isn't just me running my mouth. <laughs> if people um, think that they can become a better version of themselves also, then they're more proven to do whatever it is you're offering. And I think a lot of Christians have gotten caught up with not making people feel good about themselves and not like starting with the sin rather than starting with the love and yeah. then addressing the sin. Because I do think you need to do both. Yeah. Um, because yes, God's love, but love is truth. And truth is what sets people free. And a lot of people are so caught up in, well, let's just leave it at either the love or let's just leave it at either the sin. We're not going to handle both of them. And I think that's because a lot of Christians, they don't, they don't even know the answers to the, like, they don't, example, I've had one of my friends ask someone really close to me who's, su who is supposed to know, like, you would think they're like a youth leader. Yeah. You would think they would know how to handle if someone comes up to them and says, Hey, I think I'm gay. What do I do? Did not handle it well at all. Right. <laughs> and then this person thought they were gay and they still think they are. And Christians need to know how to respond to something like that and to say, hey, you know, let's talk about that. Let's see what Jesus says about that. Like, yes, he still loves you, but what does he say specifically about that? Um, you know, and guess what? Like sin is not, I'm not saying like, oh, being gay is the worst thing in the whole world. Like you're a sinner, you're going to hell. Like yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah. What I am saying is there's a bunch of different sins. Everyone's got their own thing. Yeah. And some Christians know how to address some, and we talk about some, but we don't talk about other ones. Right. And they, sh I mean, sin is sin, period, yeah. you know? And you should hate the sin and not the sin. Yeah, exactly. And so the whole point of apologetics is to destroy what's called gobstacles, okay? Right. So gobstacles are obstacles to the gospel. So if it becomes an obstacle to the real gospel, which is that Jesus loves you, he came to save you and set you free. If there's anything that makes you think differently than that, let's talk about that obstacle. Let's right. talk about that obstacle and let's defeat that. And you have to be not afraid to get rid of that argument, but you don't want to hurt the person in the process, if yeah. that makes sense. So like, example, say an atheist is listening to this podcast or something. Yeah. That's awesome. We love you. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. That's great. I don't want to turn you away just because, you know, it says ministry in the name and, my question for people of, who have been hurt, you know, is just like you said, was it God though? Yeah. Like, don't blame God for people who aren't doing what he asked them to, right. you know, because there's a ton of Christians out there that are not living the way Jesus wanted us to live. And guess what? I've heard, I hear this all the time, that Christians are the biggest hypocrites. Uh, I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard that. Or you agree with that and you think that. And while I do think some Christians can be hypocrites, I think there's so much pressure for Christians to not mess up. We're still people. <laughs> like yeah. we're still human. We're even though we're Christians, we're still going to slip up. We're still going to have mistakes. That doesn't make us hypocrites as long as we repent and move on right. and turn away from it. 
However, you are the hypocrite if you mess up and keep messing up, don't repent, and tell someone else not to do it. That's when you become the hypocrite. Well, the thing with apologetics is you always want to ask more questions. Yeah. Like, why do you think that? What did that person do to make you think that way? How long have you thought that way? And address whatever the gobstacle is. The more questions you ask to that person, the more narrowed down your gobstacle will become. And you'll know, okay, so this is the problem you have with Jesus. Yeah. This is the real problem you have with God. Let's address that. And then we can get past that. And so you no longer have doubt and you no longer have unbelief. And now you're thinking, oh man, well, maybe God's real. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe Jesus is real. You know, once you get rid of that gobstacle, it's almost like that person's like, oh, okay. But, you know, you will meet people that are complete ste- complete uh, steamrollers where their whole goal was just to destroy your argument. And, you know, sometimes those people aren't even <laughs> like, yeah. you, you know when to walk away usually, but... Yeah. So one of one of the things that has been brought up in pretty much every single podcast that I've done so far <laughs> is this theme of podcasts being the next sort of level. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people that they get all their news from the podcast because yeah. you can't watch the news with some type of slant. Mm-hmm. But when you have somebody having a long form conversation um, between between two or however many people, mm-hmm. um it's a lot more real. I don't necessarily fault the news media. Well, I just think they're doing it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, if you've got a story for mm-hmm. the news, um, they've got to have this 30-second or two-minute crunch <laughs> of, of what... Information. Of information of what <laughs> yeah. they got to do. But then, a lot, of the, a lot of the actual stories, for lack of a better word, they aren't really all that sexy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like so... They, they come up with these clickbait titles and yeah. just, you'll never guess what so-and-so did. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I bet you I could guess <laughs> yeah. what so-and-so did. I could. Did. I could you do know, it. I, I, think, I think just sitting down with people and taking time with people. Yeah. Like, even this conversation that we're having right here, mm-hmm. it's, so, it's, sort of, it's sort of evolving a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. and we're doing just what you're intending to do with your smartphone cases or with your t-shirts or with your <laughs> yeah. products mm-hmm. you know there's uh, hopefully there's there's somebody that's going to listen to this that is going to be inspired and mm-hmm. that's one of the things that i wanted to talk about was inspiration because that's what your your products are intended mm-hmm. to focus on i think i think oftentimes as christians i think a lot of what you're talking about about the apologetics thing you were talking about and about a lot of it is about knowing the Bible. Mm-hmm. And yes, I have read the Bible and I know the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so much of our identity as Christians needs to be more about a lifestyle that is Christ based. Mm-hmm. Um, and For I sure. think that's a big part of some of the issues that are popping up. And it's, I think it's one of the major causes why people are being off put a little bit if they are being off put of a Christian base of a Christian lifestyle mm-hmm. is because People are, um, they're listening to respond and not listening to exactly, hear. Exactly, you know? exactly, yeah. Um, and that's one, of, that's, one of, that's one of the things I love about podcasting because we got all that stuff about your business and all that stuff out mm-hmm. of the way, so now we can talk about the meat. <laughs> 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 now, now we can talk about the important stuff. 
that's that's really the the heart behind what you're trying to do and it, mm-hmm. and it clearly shows i mean that's yeah. that's that's awesome so mm-hmm. so yeah i mean tell me tell me a little bit more about i mean do you have any other examples of, of how you're how you've affected others with your with your products i'm trying to think of like a specific one someone got a shirt uh-huh. and it's, i mean similar thing happened someone asked about design and you know they had the open door to be like oh it's this bible verse right and you know this is what it means to me yeah <laughs> this is you know this is what i think about it this is why i'm wearing it so i've had someone else say that so that's just another example which is doing exactly what they're intended to do you yeah. know um which is get people to be like you know what what does that even mean right <laughs> right know? right right well yeah i mean that's that's uh that's that's beautiful so well, we've we've talked we've talked about audacious you. We've we've talked about uh, that. So I'm gonna go back to the baby thing because I'm so happy for you. Um, when okay. when so when's when's your due date? March 26th is the due date. Okay. So we'll see if I make it that long. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. The the in the waiting part of it is the best yeah. part so have you got have you guys gone to like an ultrasound or a sonogram or mm. anything like that? Uh, my husband hasn't been able to see any of them oh. yet i know but i've seen two so, yeah <laughs> so i've seen them but he's just seen the pictures but hopefully he'll get to see um, yeah. one here soon so yeah if, if, you're, lis- awesome. if you're listening to this bro dude <laughs> go do it it's it's amazing it's amazing yeah i still i still remember uh i still i still remember when we did it it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, most of it's all due to COVID because, you know, yeah. the whole no visitor thing and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, you know, whatever. Um, hopefully, this will be gone soon. You know what? They, <laughs> like, just do a FaceTime or something. I like know. That. I know. I know. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. well, it is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, it is remarkable. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it, fellas, I'm sorry, but the ladies are... <laughs> so much better than us <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm super excited for you but um but your husband <laughs> he's gonna learn some things about you mm-hmm. um, i'm sure he already has <laughs> about mid-march about mm-hmm. mid-march give oh, me yeah. like, like me i was i was in, in the delivery room i don't know what happened to me but apparently i turned into like a professional trainer like <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it was i was like you're doing great nine more reps like she was she was like get out of here you're fired but um, <laughs> well, um, well, that is that is that is beautiful. I really, I really am excited for you all. I, I wish, I wish you all um, the best, and you know, it's uh, I'm excited for new beginnings for you guys. It's it's us too. That's great. Um, give us give us the website one more time, and your Facebook, your Instagram, all that stuff. Website audaciousullc.com. Instagram audacious underscore you and then Facebook and Pinterest are both audacious you LLC. All right. Well, there you go. Go buy stuff. <laughs> uh, I love you, Misfits. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you so much for doing this. It's it was it was a blast. Thanks I really for enjoyed me. it. No worries. Thank you for coming. Um, Misfits, have a great evening. Bye bye. Well, Misfits, we did it. That's our episode. I want to thank you so much for listening and thanks again to our sponsors. If you want to support any of our sponsors, there are affiliate links on the sponsors tab of our website at www.misfit-heroes.com. You can also find links to all of our social media there, so follow us for immediate up-to-date info about the podcast. 
Please, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to help us out, do us a favor, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Good or bad, just let us know. Truly Misfits, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next episode, be kind, love one another, and be a hero.